Welcome to the Mindset for Life podcast. This is Bethany, your coach from drbecoach.com. Here on the Mindset for Life podcast, we look at ideas that help you reclaim your power and purpose in life, relationships, and work. This podcast is for you if you lead, teach, and serve others. You want things to get a little better each day, and you're ready to focus on your mindset to make it happen. Welcome to the Mindset for Life podcast today. This is Bethany Hansen. And I'm here to talk with you about something that's going to make you feel a little happier, a little more relaxed, more at ease in your life. Today, I'm thinking about your values. Now, this may seem like a simple thing, but it's actually not. It's really more hidden in your subconscious brain. I know my values are often on my mind related to things, but not in their straight up value driven form. Let me give you an example. Values are things like I care about my family, so I try to put them first. I need self-care, so I try to spend the time to work on myself. I want security in my professional life, so I go to work and I care about getting the job done. Okay, so you see what I mean? These are all values. Now, whatever your values are, you're going to be thinking about these values throughout your life every time a decision comes up. But you're not necessarily thinking what are my values? Am I living my values? (laughs) I was reading an article today about health and well-being, and it said something like nine signs of cancer you shouldn't ignore. As I looked at this article, I thought, okay, most of us think about these things. We notice a change in our digestive pattern, or we notice changes in our energy level or our sleep habits. But when we are not specifically thinking, oh no, it could be cancer, we might write it off to something else or dismiss it. Well, just like that, living our values is something that we don't always think about as the cause of our happiness or the cause of our dissatisfaction with life. I had an experience the other day I'd like to share with you that brought this to my mind. I was visiting my mother and my mother was for a time in a short-term nursing rehabilitation facility. She didn't want to be alone, and she did need me there, my sister there, and intermittently we were taking care of her by visiting quite a bit. So on a certain day, I was expecting a package to be delivered. I got an email that said, your package will come between 9 a.m. and 1 p.m. That's a pretty broad window, right? And my mother was expecting me to come over early in the day. That was very important to me, and I wanted to do that First, at the time, because of the email about the package coming, I thought, well, I'll wait until the package gets delivered and then I'll go. It's 10 o'clock, it's 11 o'clock, it's 12 o'clock, and I'm starting to think maybe it's not coming. Maybe it's coming much later than I thought. I don't want to put off my mother because I'm waiting for this package. But the item I was waiting for had to be signed for, and I needed to be at the house. Also, it was worth over $1,000. To drop it on the porch, if, a, if someone should come along and take that package, I would be really disgruntled about that. <laughs> so I thought because it needs to be signed for and because it's worth a lot of money, I'm going to wait for the urgency of the package to arrive and then I'm going to go see my mother. I sent her a little text message saying, I'll be there in a little while. I'm waiting for this package to arrive. Now, she knew all about the package. She knew about the item being delivered, how important it was to me. So in her reply, she said, okay, no problem. I'll see you later. But in the nursing facility, she really did need me there. 
and it was putting her out quite a bit for me to delay my arrival. I sat there for a little longer, looked over the text message again, tried to determine how I could find when that package was really coming. And then it occurred to me, my top value is spiritual meaning and purpose, my spiritual connection to the bigger picture of my life, the big universe. Then my next value is my family members, particularly my husband, my sons, my sister, my mother and father. These people closest to me come before my material possessions and they come before my job. That isn't always how things boil out, is it? Sometimes things boil out like, oh, this is urgent, so I'll put this first. Maybe it's even legitimate, but in this case, it wasn't. I thought about that and I thought about the computer and the fact that it very well could be delayed in its delivery if I wasn't there. It also could be stolen off the porch if someone should deliver it and forget about the signature part. Either way, I realized that in that moment, I was being in conflict with my true values. I reconciled myself. I thought, okay, my value is my mother before my computer. So I got in the car and I left. Now, a lot of times I'm lost in the moment and I don't make that kind of decision. But I noticed it in that moment and I realized I was making a value-driven decision. I wanted to live more intentionally. And to live more intentionally, I must align with my values. I went to see my mother. I visited her for a shorter time than I had planned did the things I needed to do, and then I excused myself to go attend to the package and then come back afterwards. And I did that, and it all worked out. The package was delivered, and I went back to see my mom. Now, whenever I'm feeling unsettled or not really happy about the way things are rolling out, wishing it had gone differently or it was going to go differently, wishing there was a better path to making a decision, or wishing things were just clearer and easier, a lot of times when I'm thinking this way, it's because I'm not clear on which values I'm living in the moment. And once I review that and decide what are my true priorities and how do those line up with this current situation, everything becomes clearer, easier. In truth, it's not necessarily easier. It might actually even be harder because I might have to give up something that is important to me, but is not my top value. For example, if that item had been delivered while I was gone, and let's just say it did get stolen off the porch, I would have been pretty disgruntled about that. I would be out a lot of money, a lot of inconvenience. I'd have a lot of frustration. At the same time, if I really believe that my material possessions are not as important as the people in my life, and if I live that way all the time, that frustration is not as great. It's a lot smaller. The question is now about you and your values. My values I've been discussing with you are mine. I don't impose them on you. I don't think that you should mirror my values. I think you should decide what your values really are. There are a lot of ways you can do that. And when you intentionally check your decisions and your actions against those values, and then you make yourself comply by aligning to your true values of what you care most about, you're going to be happier. You're going to be at ease. You won't have nearly as much drama making decisions, feeling delayed or put out about things that are not going right in your life. And you'll be able to move forward with confidence. Who doesn't want that? Most of the people who come to me for coaching are looking for confidence. Many people who have come to me for coaching 
are looking for guidance making good decisions. And a lot of folks out there are just looking to be a better version of themselves. Is that you? Is that what you're all about? Are you looking to be more confident, clear in your decision making? One of the best paths to do that is to discover your values and to make clear choices around those values. And then regularly check in with yourself to see if you're doing those things that actually matter most to you or if you're putting something else first. Another example of value incongruence where a person might not really be living their true values is what we like to call people-pleasing. A huge sign of people-pleasing is any time that I am exhausted because I've overworked. Now, if I haven't set boundaries around my time, and if I haven't set boundaries around those things I'm going to say yes to or commitments I'm going to make to people, chances are I might be people-pleasing. I might be saying yes to too many things because I think others expect it or I want them to be happy with my work. If I'm actually living my values, this is not going to happen. I'm going to release those things carefully and thoughtfully that I should not agree to do. I'm going to maybe even struggle with the fact that I can't do everything. But ultimately, I'm going to be checking my values and telling myself, hey, I should be as excited about those things I said no to as I am about those things I said yes to. And once I can do that, the whole world is a better place because I'm a better me. And when you can do that, you're a better you also. And we all need a better me and a better you in the world. Boundaries are a sign of not living our values. There are a lot of reasons for that. I won't get into those today. I just want to bring that up as another example of how working with values can help us be happier, live better, set some limits, and find even greater joy in this lifetime. I want that for you, and I hope you will think about that this coming week. And now on the podcast, we talk a lot about ideas that can take your life, your work, and your relationships up a notch. If you're really serious about that, reach out to me. I would love to speak with you about coaching, what that is, and how it can benefit you. If now's a great time for you to make a change, make things even better, let's connect. Here's to being the best version of you this coming week. If you like what you heard today, share it with a friend. Leave a review on iTunes. Check out the resources at my website, drbcoach.com. I'm Bethany Hansen, and thanks for listening.